89.7 WTBRFM Pittsfield. Vessel sends shockwaves around the world. Okay. The opinions expressed on this program are solely those of its hosts, guests, or callers, and do not necessarily represent the opinions of WTBRFM, its management, other producers, or sponsors. Hey, Rocky, watch me pull around with a van. Not now, Bullwinkle. It's time for Corner and Sucker Brookshire Sports Show. We love it, too. Oh, and now there's something you'll really like. Uh, what do you do when you get two guys sitting here no longer with a pane of glass between the two of us? Uh, one guy whose coach is probably going to be coach of the year. The other guy whose coach probably should have retired two years ago. It's Cronin and the Zuck coming at you right now. WTVR Sports Talk, Pittsfield, 413-445-5943. Buckle up, buttercups. we got a nice hour of sports going for you. Let's go! They love them check downs, baby. Let's go. I've already lost control. I'm out of my mind this morning. Let's go. Gentlemen, Cronin and the Zuck here. WTBR 89.7 FM. 413-445-5943 is the number if you'd like to get through to us. Robbie, good morning, my friend. How are you, sir? I'm doing great. How are you doing? I know you're not doing so good, so... Uh... My blood is still boiling <laughs> from Sunday, week? man. Was, uh, your, was, oh. your, was it still your weekend still good despite all that? So, Like I said, I wish we were on another platform right now because I just want to say a bleeping lateral... I know. A lateral. <laughs> what in the flying <laughs> crock of garbage play call was that? I still don't know if they play if they call that play, what Stevenson was doing. Myers turning around, throwing the ball twenty yards backwards. You know, a little poetic justice for Chandler Jones. You know, he you know that uh, he was they found him in a like a police station parking lot because <laughs> he was smoking that like K two. He used to play for the Patriots. Got right, scored right, a touchdown. Right, right, yeah. And he, you know, he scored the touchdown. Made Mac Jones just look like roadkill. Just right. you know, walked right over him. Uh, what the hell were they doing? Okay, you're gonna go to overtime. You're gonna go to overtime. You're gonna win in overtime. Did they know they were tied? I mean, makes you wonder, <laughs> did doesn't Stevenson it? Stevenson know that. And, they were and tied? everybody and everybody says Josh McDaniels is a bad coach. What is Matt Patricia doing? Okay, and you I know, have you no know, idea. I, you know, first of all, I got to rip Spectrum because why is that game not on TV? I had to go out and watch the game. I mean, they flexed it so the Giants could be on. Sunday. Right, well, the Giants are going to be on anyway. But, but that game should have been on TV. But, you know, the first quarter, Mac Jones threw a beautiful floater, reminding me of last year. What happens right before he throws the, throws the touchdown pass? A timeout gets called. 
What the hell are we doing here, folks? Okay, when I didn't think it could get any worse than that, then that happens in the fourth quarter. That happened in the fourth quarter, okay? Zero seconds left on the clock. The game is tied. Like you just said, did they realize that the game was tied? Did they think they were losing by a point? The game was tied. What in the actual hell was that? Okay, I did not understand that at all. <laughs> and I just I just kept saying all night long, my dad's friend Jimmy was down, our, our, a mutual really great friend of mine. It was my father's happy birthday yesterday. Happy birthday shout out happy to my birthday, dad. John. There. There but we're watching the game, you know, the highlights at the end, and we're all sitting there going, a lateral? A lateral? And I think I haven't stopped saying that for the last 48 hours. A lateral? A, 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 a lateral? But what was even worse was the touchdown before that that Derek Carr threw. That guy's toe was clearly out of bounds. There was not a touchdown. And then the NFL comes out and explains, we did not see any conclusive evidence to overturn the call. Well, the, Wait, wait, wait. So what are you wearing, blinders? Yeah. What are you like a horse on the tracks that you don't want the horse to see what he's doing? You're wearing blinders. How do you, what do you mean you don't have any inc- you don't have any conclusive evidence to overturn that call? I just, I've been saying for weeks I didn't want the Patriots to be in the playoffs anyway because they're not a good football team. They're actually a really bad football team. They're lucky that they're seven and seven, and this just kind of helped the cause of them missing the playoffs. But still, they should have won that damn game. And it just makes my blood boil that they lost the way they lost. A lateral. A lateral. I would have rather them gone to overtime and lost by a field goal. But I don't understand what they're thinking is there. They're running the ball three times. It's obviously they're running the clock out. Like, they didn't even try to pass. They said, okay, we're going to play for overtime. They're running Stevenson like three times. He's getting yards up the field it's the last because play. They, it's because they don't trust Mac Jones. At one point in the game, in the fourth quarter, he was 11 of 26 for 65 but yards. He blows. He's but awful. Me, he sucks. But to me, it's bad enough. Okay, to me, it's bad enough that Stevenson is lateraling the football. That's dangerous enough at the end of the game. Well, what what is Myers doing throwing the football? Like I didn't understand what they were, what the thought process. Like I, I, you know, I tried to listen to Belichick's press conference a little bit. I mean, he was just like, you know, he didn't, he was dumbfounded. He didn't know what to say. And I don't know if they interviewed Patricia on this or whoever was calling. I don't know if anybody called that play. Like was that something that was was premeditated? Was that something that was talked about? Inside the huddle on the third, you're talking about the third down running the clock. It's not like this was the you know first play of the of the drive or something. They I mean, were the, tied, and they were tied. They were tied. Right. So why did they just take a knee and go to overtime? That's what I like. Been what was the point for... of running the ball? In other words, if you're if you're going to make plays, why why run the ball? Let somebody throw the ball up the field if you're going to try to get a field goal at the end, and you got a guy in folk who can kick, and certainly a clutch field goal kicker who's been pretty good this season. So why? I don't understand the mentality. I think it's just, he, what is he thinking? Like, I, I'm telling you, he's thinking they're losing the game or something, Stevenson. I have no idea what he's thinking there. The lateral is bad enough. The, uh, excuse me, the, 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 the uh, you know, the intention of Stevens to, to get rid of the ball when he's running it and running it well and it's the end of the game is just, that's bad enough, okay? But lateraling the ball across the field behind you and the guy picks it off, it was just comical. And then, you know, Absolutely Belich- com- they, it was really comical. I mean, they, honestly. They asked Belichick at the end of the game, how come you didn't just throw a Hail Mary? It would have been 65 yards. And right, he goes, exactly. He, and he goes, he goes, he goes, it's too far. <laughs> so basically, basically what he's doing is he's throwing Mac Jones under the bus going, this guy doesn't have an arm. So 
Something there's going to be some big changes coming up in Foxborough this coming offseason. I mean, they don't, I don't know what they're going to. They be, don't but. use the tight end position enough. We've already talked about this year. They went out and made big contracts to these guys, and they don't use them enough. Robbie, the first play of the game was a Mac Jones 11 yard pass to Jonu Smith, the tight end that right. we paid big money to uh, next to Hunter Henry, yep. and then they just went back to you know I, I'm sitting there going, all right, here we go, we're starting off with a bang, and then just run, run. Scream, I mean, it's scream, dinking and donking. Dink. Hey, it's checked down it's every time. Awful. Well, I told you about this. I mean, we talked about this. When I look at certain quarterbacks, I look at quarterback IQ, and and really, when you look at the great quarterbacks, I mean, the Brady's and the Montana's, and you know, all these great quarterbacks that you know, obviously Mahomes today and Aaron Rodgers when he was, in, you know, obviously in his prime, is the ability to survey the field, and I call it quarterback IQ, feeling the rush, understanding the situation, looking for the third and fourth down. Uh, you know, for, excuse me, the third, fourth option without you know without checking down all the time. You know, and you see these guys check down, check down, check down. It's almost like it's almost like the coaches are saying, "Look, man, if you don't see anything first time, check down. Don't look for a secondary guy. Don't look for a third option. Don't look for a fourth option." Tunnel vision. Tunnel. Totally. That's Daniel Jones too, and that's Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson was. I don't care if he threw for three hundred seventeen yards yesterday. That guy. We'll that, talk about the Jets pick, after. But the pick in the third the quarter is a complete moron. I'm sorry. I, like Robert Sala. The pick in the third quarter killed Wilson. That, that well, yeah, well, that was going to cost him the three points. But but also the play, you know, the defense at the end. But anyway, finish about the Patriots. We'll get to the Jets and the Giants after. So I, I, That's all I got. So who the Patriots? I mean, the Patriots play next week against the, <laughs> they're, they're they're against the Bengals. Against the Bengals, right? The Bengals are coming in Foxborough. The Patriots are four-point dogs. I think that's a— How uh, good? I would love to run right to Rivers Casino in Schenectady right now and throw, like, my life savings on Cincinnati <laughs> because I, I think that uh, Burrow is going to go up one side and down the other against New England. Just The Patriots are awful. They're a disgrace. They're, I don't want them, like Adam Shine says about the Chicago Bears every week on, on, on SiriusXM, he goes, get them the hell off my TV screen. <laughs> well, that's how I feel about the Patriots. I don't want them on my TV screen well, anymore. Yeah, they're they're well, a disgrace. We knew what they were going to be. A I, said they, I said they'd be 9-8. and eight. We knew, Well, we knew going into the season what they were going to be. All right? We, we knew. We, we knew that. They, but they should be better. And you know why they're not better? Because their defense isn't as good. But they can run the ball. The problem is, and they don't have a quarterback that you can rely on. Let's be honest. Mac is okay. He's not great. He has some good games. He has some bad games. It's young quarterbacks that are inconsistent. It's about finding the consistency in their game. It's the same thing, you know, with every young quarterback that comes into this league besides Patrick Mahomes who sat well, for a year. It, Honestly, it, 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 it sure doesn't help when you have a defensive coordinator calling your offensive well, play of course, calls, too. Of and, and then not. Joe Judge, it, but, oh, he's qualified. To, he's qualified about, to coach quarterbacks, all, isn't right. he? But yeah, God, <laughs> I mean, it's give also me a cool. freaking break. But it's man. also about execution. Like I'll, I'll explain after about the giant game. It's also about executing plays rather sometimes than play calling. I always say, you know, play calling, you know, can be you can call the greatest play in the world, but if you don't execute it right, it doesn't matter, you know. So, but I mean, yeah. The, so the page, uh, you know, we talked about the Patriots. Now next week they face Cincinnati. I thought yesterday, uh, excuse me, on Sunday, the most impressive thing on Sunday, not only with the Vikings come back, and we'll talk about that after the Cincinnati Bengals second half against the Buccaneers. They're, they're a team right now, to me, that's playing the best football in the league. Their defense is solid. Their secondaries are so underrated defensively. They run the ball well with Mixon. Obviously, Joe Burrow is Joe Burrow. They were down 17-3 in that game, and Sue and I watched the game. I said, don't worry, they'll come back. I said, Coach Taylor, and Coach Taylor gets a lot of credit. They went into the locker room, they came back out, and they did not score uh, a point the second half of the game of the Bucs. Brady threw and, two and, picks in the second yeah, half, right? right? He threw two right. picks. And, and the other thing, too, is that the pressure they put on them was tremendous, and just the, the secondary was fantastic, and the pressure they put on Brady. But, I mean, 
Todd Bowles is not a good head coach. I'm sorry. He's not a good head coach. He wasn't a good head coach with the Jets. I don't know why he was made the head coach of this team. Well, we got we got to go out in the and, second and, half and make some, uh, some I mean, changes. He's, he's, the guy's he's, a clown. Yeah, he's a clown. He's just not a, well, no, he's a, he was a good defensive coordinator. He did a good job. Obviously, they won the Super Bowl. He was a good defensive coordinator with the Jets. He's just not a head coach. Some guys aren't, a catch, uh, aren't head coaches. Look at North Turner. Really successful offensive coordinator. Not a great head coach. There's just a lot of guys. Dan Quinn, really successful down in Dallas doing the defense with that team. Not a great head coach with the Falcons. Right. Right. Not a great. Just there's some guys that just aren't made to be head coaches. That's it. Josh McDaniels, same thing. Smart offensive coordinator, lousy head coach. It just is what it is. So, anyway, but, you know, the Patriots, we told, we we said at the beginning of the season, we said from day one what they were going to be. They were going to be around 500. I said they'd win nine games, maybe 10 games. And now, who knows if it's going to be over 500 at this point. So uh, I, Cincinnati, Miami, Buffalo. The only chance the Patriots have at winning one of these games is if Buffalo clinches the number one seed and they don't have to play anybody well, in Week 18. I see the Patriots 7-10 and 10, you or 8-9. and they've nine. They've had so much success in the past. Do you think, do you think that Belichick's you think that he's just getting to the point where he's, uh, I don't know. Checked out? Where he, where he, <laughs> Maybe. Where, where, I mean. where, where, where there's not a response enough to, to his voice anymore, or where he's not as good a coach anymore. I mean, or where, or, or where we've made, maybe we've just, you know, made him to be such a god that maybe he's not as good a coach as we thought he was, you know? Maybe it's more about Tom Brady and less about Bill Belichick sometimes. Okay? Well, I think there's a little ignorance and a little arrogance that comes out of Belichick where he just thinks that whatever he does, you know, turns to gold. Like, right. okay, so he figured instead of bringing in an outside voice to, to coach the uh, – Offense to coach Mac Jones and you know who just ah, I'll just take my defensive you know and he doesn't even give them titles because if he gave them a title they'd have to pay them more because Matt Patricia is still getting paid by Detroit so <laughs> instead of calling him a defensive coordinator he's a defensive specialist right, defensive well now player. he's the offensive line specialist and Joe Judge is the quarterback specialist you think that's a great idea to bring those two guys on the offensive side of the ball, and they've never coached an offense before. And people go, well, Matt Patricia was a head coach in Detroit. I'm like, yeah, see how that worked out. That worked out really great, didn't it? And it's, you know, I'm sick of Matt Patricia. At least the guy's turned his hat around like forward and didn't wear his hat backwards anymore. <laughs> yeah, wasn't that great? Yeah. But at least the idiot turned his hat around and facing forward now and not oh, okay. facing backwards anymore, that right. clown. My father used to always say that to me, Sean, you know, you're wearing your hat backwards. Are you going backwards or are you going forwards in life? Well, what's you know? the, who's, so. who's, who's the guy who used to coach the Jets and wear his hat backwards all the time? I'm trying to remember the old offensive coordinator and the coach that coached the Jets. We used to wear his hat backwards all the time. Um, uh, what was I going to say? Well, let's go talk about the Giants for a moment. All right, all right. It was a really fun game. I wouldn't say the Giants were great. They did have that one 18-play drive, which Daniel Jones orchestrated. worked pretty well. They made big plays. I mean, if you look at the stats, I mean, Washington had 387 yards of Giants, 288, okay? Giants had 160 yards passing, okay? Heineke had 228. They ran for only 109 yards, which was surprising to me because they were picking up 6.7 yards of play, um, Washington. At the end of the game, with that critical plays on third and fourth down, they could have run Robinson. They really could have run, but they chose for Heineke. And, yes, it was pass interference in the end zone. A lot of those calls, man, they were afraid to call at the end of, the, of those games. But Daniel Jones only threw for 160 yards. But he was efficient enough, didn't throw any interceptions, you know, and that's the thing. The Giants did not allow a sack to a Washington team. That's a pretty good front line. Obviously, they didn't have, you know, the Young again, so he's been out. And uh, they kept Marcus Sweat, like, and basically, you know, contained him, contained that front line. And, you know... 
that was the coming out party for me. And I when 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 Tam when Kayvon Thibodeau was drafted, I was so excited. And last night, you know, uh, Sunday night was his coming out party. He was unbelievable. The sack and the fumble. He scoops the ball up with one hand, and then the play, the biggest play, was the play when he kept he kept Heineke out of the end zone. And that forced him. And then the penalty, I thought the penalty was kind of ridiculous when he didn't line up correctly, but I, obviously that's the rules. But, I, you know, the uh, uh, one of the guys they have, uh, I'm trying to remember who it was, but they have a, you know, a former referee who gives you a commentary about the play, and he said it was a little too technical at that point. But, I mean, that's the rule and so forth. And, they, look, the Giants made plays. They make a play at the end. They don't throw the flag. They get away with one. But overall, you know, it was a close game. And they're the worst eight five and one team, but they're going to make the playoffs. And you know what, coach gotta, of the year, you Brian give, You got to give the coach. Let me tell you something. Brian Dable was the coach of the Jets. The Jets would have won the other day. Okay, I'm sorry. I know Robert Sala is a nice guy, and I listen to him every week. And he's on the K show, and I listen to him all the time. And you want to root for him. He's a good guy, and he's not a terrible coach. But the Jets game the other day was a total giveaway. I mean, the defense is supposed to be good. They can't make one takeaway. The play with fourth down and inches with, what, less than two minutes left, and they get, what, a 60-yard touchdown? I mean, they look faked out of their shoes. I don't understand the whole defense scheme there. I don't know what the hell they're doing. But Robert Sala, at the end of that game, you have three timeouts. What are you doing at the 50-yard line? Wilson makes the catch, and the clock's running and running and running 20 seconds off. I'm like, what is this guy doing? I'm screaming at the set going, call a timeout. You don't leave yourself with timeouts, and then Zerline has to try a 58-yard field goal, which I knew it's not going through. Maybe on another day, but on that day with the wind and everything like that at MetLife, it was just so dumb. You got to feel good for Dan Campbell and the Detroit Lions, though. Huh? I I do. I absolutely do. I love do. that guy. He's I just, absolutely do. I'd run through a wall for him. <laughs> I absolutely do. Feel. I mean, former Giant backup tight end. I mean, I I look. I do, but I mean, that's just dumb football. I'm sorry. You're supposed to be a head coach. And again, I'll say this: Zach Wilson is clueless. I know he threw for 317 yards. I don't care. The interception cost him a game. Okay, it was a dumb interception. He almost threw another one where he threw the ball up and it was actually caught, but it should have been picked off. It was like a floater. You know, it looked like Dave La- Dave LaRoche used to throw a lob when I was a kid. You know, the, the like the Ephus pitch. I couldn't understand what the hell they were doing. Let me ask you this question. And you How can't many... roll out Zach Wilson. Roll him out. They rolled him out twice. He threw... You can see the talent. If he's on the run, you can see. So design some plays. See, LaFleur, to me, should be gone next year. You bring in an offensive coordinator. Okay, My buddy Jimmy smart. hates Matt LaFleur. Or you, Mike LaFleur. He can't you stand him. You bring him. an he's offensive awful. coordinator that's going to get this kid to play within his skill set. Okay, And you, you'll see better results. How about designing a role? I heard Beningo yesterday going bananas on the fan. Design a rollout. I'm also looking at my head right now. I'm going through, look at this. I'm going through the Rich, Richard Deacon look now. I'm, I don't realize I'm balding on top like I am. This is terrible. I look like Friar Tuck. What does that I, have to do with the Jets game? I don't know. It's just, it's, it's just you know, <laughs> I'm, just kidding, you know I'm looking down on it. Well, the, 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 well, Robert Sala is getting bald. Maybe I'm going closer to Robert Sala, although he does shave his head. He looks like Mr. Clean if you put an earring on his, uh, on his ear. But I mean, it just I don't get it. It's like you have a quarterback here that has issues. Obviously, has issues throwing through the pocket, right? And they keep dropping him back and dropping him back. He's missing guys all over the place yesterday. He misses short throws. Barrios get out of touchdown. He's a little short throw that he missed. I mean, how many seconds in between every time they show Mike White on TV? Uh, oh, that was ridiculous. Every other no, second I mean, they were showing me him. Crazy. It was, it, it, it was and, driving me nuts. And he's oh, already what's his reaction going to be. Oh, you suck, Gonzaga. Oh, I'm, I'm a teammate with yours. And, and by the way, standing next to Flacco. Speaking, by the way, he looked like he could be Flacco's kid. Yeah, I know. I mean, Flacco like. <laughs> <laughs> he, he like you know was like a giant and Mike what? White standing there going, Daddy, is it okay to cheer? 
And where it was did, pathetic. Where really do the Jets was. get off? Where do they, I mean, how how ridiculous is this? You know, you're a head coach, show a little bit of discipline. You let your team print Mike White t-shirts and wear them all over the place. I mean, that's a little ridiculous. That you know, don't make Zach Wilson feel like a complete idiot for crying out loud. We know Zach Wilson has issues with his play and so forth. If White is healthy to go next week, you have to play Mike he's already, White. He's already been uh, medically not cleared to play. It's Thursday night. Oh, that's right. It's third. So, so they, he's, they, they've already oh, said no. Man. And he went to like 10 doctors to try to get cleared to play what's this it, past Sunday. What's his ribs? It's his ribs. Yeah. So what's up? Is it broken? It's not a broken rib, right? It's not. It's, can they give him a I, flap I think jacket? I think they're fractured. Man, that's tough to be able to throw. You can't throw with those things. Would you almost Would you almost roll with Flacco on Thursday night, though? I mean, yes. I mean, because Zach Wilson well, no, is you, awful. You know what? I'll change my note. I'll tell you why. Because the line was so bad the other day. How bad was it? Thank you. It was so bad. You're welcome. It was, yeah, thanks. <laughs> he was taking a drink at the time. I said it myself. Um, he was so <laughs> he, he was so awful. I mean, it's just he, he still has the ability to, to be a, a quarterback that can roll out and make some plays. But they roll. I mean, LaFleur is close. How about some does? How about some pass options where he can just run up the field with his legs and use his legs? I mean, I just don't get it. The clock management. You have three timeouts. You don't even use the timeouts. I mean, you think you think Patricia's bad. Patricia looks like Paul Brown next to this guy. I mean, I, I you know, I just. I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> we can go that go, far back. I wouldn't go that, go that far, far back. Probably. I mean, you could say, you know, <laughs> you could say Bill Walsh would make it a little more in the modern era. Uh, you know, just, um, or Andy Reid's even better coach. Uh, it just, it just bothers me so much. I mean, with, uh, with the way they use him. And uh, again, he's, he's terrible in the pocket. He can't throw. But you see, when he gets outside, he uses his athletic ability, uses his feet. He can make some nice throws. And uh, so they gave that game away. And now the Jets are in big trouble for making the playoffs. I mean, I, I don't know what they're going to do the next three games. But, I mean, it's not like uh, it's not like easy teams. I mean, Jacksonville is I've already I've already penciled Jacksonville to win Thursday. Really well. hey, Trevor I, Lawrence looked he's great. Found, well, he's found it, man. We all knew what a, what a talent he was. He's found it under a, you know, and a guy who's got a Super Bowl ring around his finger in, in their coach. And, uh you know he's doing a great job. I mean, let's face it. I mean, my buddy Evan calls him long-haired Lawrence. Yeah, and that's, you know. that's he's, he he's like out a, there. He looks he's he, he looks like he a Picasso it. painting or something. He, looks, <laughs> he like, looks like a cubist. He, he looks like he's like comes from the cubist era or something like that. He's a very strange-looking guy. But but he was. Uh, he, I heard him interviewed yesterday, and he just all smiles. And you know what? That's he's a, a stallion. That's a really a stallion. good team. That's a really good team. Uh, in, in a few years, man, they're building at, something down look there. Look at the difference between and, the way Urban Meyer coached him and the way Doug Peterson is coached. Doug Peterson's a great coach. He's a very good coach, yeah. He's a little unorthodox, but yeah, he's a very good coach. Yeah, hey, he beat the Patriots in the Super he's a, Bowl. He's, right, so. he's a leader of men, exactly. Yeah. And he's and he's a coach that is creative, and and he's got he's got them playing with a lot of confidence, and they're having fun on the field. And let's face it, Mike McCarthy, you know, McCarthy is just not the guy. <laughs> I, I'm not a big fan of McCarthy's. They blew a lead yesterday. I mean, they're supposed to have a good defense. They allowed 40 points. Well, can we, can we was, stop? Was, can we stop with this OBJ stuff, please? I'm I know, getting I've had so enough. sick. Oh, now Jerry Jones going. Well, yeah, we going to sign OBJ for the playoff push. <laughs> he he going to try to come in. It's called PBJ. He, he going to get us to a Super Bowl. Oh wow! You know, you know, so, please, just either sign or don't sign. Okay, I'm getting sick and tired of it. Oh, he might sign with the Cowboys. He might sign with uh, the Cowboys. Like, I think well, he's going to sign with the Bills. Sign, either sign or don't sign, right. please. Right, with the Bills, right. That'd I'm be call, a great fit for PB him. and J now. PB and J, kind of like your purple shirt yeah, you're wearing. Yeah, there, yeah, Robbie, Peter yeah. Butter and Jelly. But uh, anyway, so uh, but uh, the Giants, hey, they're 8-5-1, and one, and uh, they play the uh, Vikings. I don't know if they can beat the Vikings. We can talk about the Vikings. How in the world? I'm watching that game, right? I didn't watch it, actually, because of the NFL Network, but I'm tuning into the game. 
and it's 33 to nothing. I'm going, and I said to Mike, you know, just sarcastically, oh, they'll come back. They'll come back in the second half. Watch, they'll come back against Matt Ryan. And when I turned the game on, it was 36. I could not believe it. I w- it was like 33 nothing. I ran to the, I ran to the store. It. I came back home. It's like, 33 Dan to Quinn 20 or something. Yeah, is it was Quinn unbelievable. The- <laughs> I'm like, is Quinn coaching the Colts now? What's going on here? 413-445-5943, folks, in case you want to give us a call. Right, 1024 right here on Cronin, Suckin' Berkshire Sports Now on 89.7. They're already, calling for, they're already calling for Jeff Saturday to get fired, by the way. Are they? <laughs> what, they should. What, what a horrible coaching decision that was. I mean, what was Jim Mercy thinking by bringing in a guy that was sitting well, on the panel think, and get up on well, ESPN? Think, yeah. You know, I mean, no coaching experience at all. And you know, you have these, the, the, you know, the assistant coaches didn't get canned. You know, you have these guys on the sideline, the assistant coaches, and they're probably going, "Can we really even take this guy serious? Like he's never coached a second in the NFL, not as an assistant or anything." And now all of a sudden you're bringing in this guy from the from the set of Get Up on ESPN. I mean, yes, obviously he was a very decorated NFL player, but you're going, okay, so now a commentator is going to come in and tell us all what to do and boss us around. I mean, I, I love Jim Irsay, don't get me wrong, but what the hell was he thinking? Robbie, I mean, give me something here. What was he thinking? I, I don't really know. A, a guy who was popular when he was playing, his former Super Bowl uh you know, uh, offensive lineman. Does it make him know. qualify as a coach, though? I just, I mean, as a head coach. I mean, if you maybe brought the guy in to coach like the offensive line because he was a center, I can understand that. But you bring the guy in to run the team, I just that that blew my mind. And he won his first game. Yeah, and then he, he's been he awful since. But he's been terrible since. Yeah, right. I mean, that, they just. I mean, they gave the game away by fumbling the ball, obviously with two something, you know, two minutes left, and then Jonathan Taylor being hurt really killed them because they would have been running the ball more, and I think they were having success running the football. So, but, uh, but come on, you're up thirty three to nothing. And Matt Ryan, around. Matt Ryan's awful. Well, he should, he should retire already. And their whole, their, they, what they should have been doing is they should have been playing a young quarterback all year and then just trying to go out and get a quarterback next year. Because now, you know, they're going to draft a quarterback. The question is, who is it going to be, where they are, and, you know, about when they get look at the guy from Ohio State or the guy from TCU. I'm not quite sure what they want to do, but there's a few guys coming out next year. My pop loves a guy from TCU. We were yeah, watching that like game. That guy's great. He's like fun to watch. Yeah, like Why do they make it a month between uh, the last game and then the and then the uh, – the college football playoff. It's a, Final, a month. Probably finals. It's, it's They'll take in finals, probably. Yeah, I, I'm but assuming that's, you know. God's annoying. I'm, just, <laughs> yeah. I'm ready for the college football playoff. And by the way, they're, ter- they're, they're um, I think it's going to be 12 teams next year. Right, right. They're going from 4 to 12, which finally, finally somebody's got some. By the way, speaking of the NCAA, did you see that Charlie Baker is the new president of the NCAA? No. The governor, the former governor oh, yeah, of Massachusetts. Yeah, 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 yeah. What qualifications I, I, does he have? I know. Are you kidding? That's. <laughs> I just I saw that. I'm like Charlie it doesn't Baker. Doesn't really matter. What? At this point, you know? Yeah, I guess you're right. It does kind of run itself. So a lot of crazy games, like the Vikings game, the Bills game was really close. A lot of yards. I mean, the Dolphins had four or five yards. The Bills had four and forty six yards. I mean, man, the average plays. The Bills six point three. The Dolphins seven point one. So, I mean, it was just like. Uh, that, that was a crazy game. It really was. The time of possession was close, but the Bills come away with the win, 32-29. to 29, And, uh, and your of, and your Cleveland Browns won, too. Yes. Your, your yes. Deshaun Watson-led Cleveland Browns there, Robbie. Well, they're not mine, but I picked them to win, So, but they, and they did, basically. I, I had a feeling they were going to win that game. So, But to me, the most impressive thing this weekend was the Bengals' charge in the second half against the Bucks. I mean, no points scored. They scored 31 points in the second half. Impressive offensively, impressive defensively. They're the team right now, to me, they can beat. They already know they can beat Kansas City because they beat them three straight times, right. and they can beat the Bills too. They can beat anybody right now at this point. The way they're playing, you know, and, and you know, Chase is fantastic. T. Higgins is really underrated. 
Uh, Mixon is really good. They have such a solid defense. They're big. Their linebackers are big, and their front line's big. I mean, and they're not afraid to go on the road. No, and not not at all. I mean, they're playing with a tremendous amount of confidence right now. So I would not want to play the Bengals. I to anybody right now. Um, you know, obviously, I wouldn't want to play the 49ers either. So what was the score last night? I didn't even care about the game. Who won the Rams? I think it was twenty four to twelve, Green Bay. Oh, okay. I picked Green Bay, so they did. Win. Baker okay. Mayfield. God. <laughs> I mean, can you imagine going from Super Bowl defending? And by the way, I have to say, I did pick the Rams to go back to the Super Bowl in our preseason picks before the season That's started. All right. I picked the I picked the Green Bay Packers, so I just can, suck can, just as bad. Can so. you imagine going from defending Super Bowl champions to Baker Mayfield? Yeah, defending Super Bowl champions to Baker Mayfield. Well, Mayfield's behind now center. picking up the Rams. He's yeah. Awful. Baker Mayfield is uh, well. We awful. knew he was awful. I told you he was awful. He was the first pick in the draft. I couldn't believe when Cleveland took him. I said, like, "You got to be kidding me." Well, that's Cleveland. They, you know, they, they Josh are, Allen's they, so much better. They didn't take Josh Allen. I was like, "What are you doing?" Cleveland is a franchise rich in history of then, making bad decisions. Baker Giants Mayfield, first Allen. overall. Now let's get Sean Watson and guarantee Barkley. him two hundred thirty million. Awful. Awful. They took Saquon Barkley instead. Four four five five nine four three four one three. Four four five five nine four three. The number to call right here on Berkshire Sports Now with Cronin Zuck right here at ten twenty eight. Going to take a break for a couple messages, and then we'll come back and we'll talk some hot stove baseball. A lot of signings still going on, and uh, and uh, we'll talk about that. Uh, obviously, run you know uh, Rodan going to the Yankees and Stansby Swanson and a whole bunch of other signings. So uh, we'll see you in a few. All right, take it easy. TBR. Hi, my name is Bill Sturge, and I am the host of WTBR's Morning Drive. We air every weekday morning, 7.30 to 8.30. The goal of my program is to inform, educate, and have a few chuckles along the way. We have wonderful guests, political, arts, actors, musicians, teachers. I look forward for you to listen in or watch us on PCTV. Thank you. I smoke because it's a habit. It's very hard to quit. I've tried. My wife smokes. It's not allowed in the home. It's not allowed around my children. I just know it isn't good. My husband hates that I smoke, and I smoke outside. It irritates her a little bit, but I think she sees and understands what I'm trying to get across to her, that it's not only bad to her, but it's bad to my three beautiful daughters and my two sons. My dad gets upset with my mom because she smokes and he doesn't, and whenever my mom goes and smokes, she has to go smoke outside. I don't think my mom should smoke because it's really bad for you, and it could hurt you really bad. I do think there is a correlation between parents and kids. The parent smokes, the kids think it's okay for them to smoke. Sometimes, all you need is a small reason to quit. Yeah, I love my mom very much, but I still wish she'd stop smoking. Smoking. If you think you're old enough to start, you're smart enough to stop. A public service message from this station and the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Larry Kreka here from Nothing But Old 45s, inviting you to check out my brand new show here on WTBR called Sweet Country Music. Some of the best country music ever recorded, like Dolly Parton, Alan Jackson, Patsy Cline, and a lot more. Plus, every show contains a comedy segment that'll put a smile on your face. Sweet Country Music, 11 a.m. Sunday mornings here on 89.7 WTBR-FM, Pittsfield Community Radio. Sweet Country Music. Hey, this is Mike Tesla. Remember those tunes your parents told you to turn down? Better yet, remember those tunes your grandparents told your parents to turn down? Well, on Mike's Amazing Music and Oldies show, you'll hear sometimes oldies, sometimes blues, sometimes local performers, and a lot of rock. 
on Bristol County's only rock station, 89.7 WTBR-FM, Pittsfield Community Radio, Thursdays at noon. Tune in and be entertained and educated. Check it out, it's the Terminator. Hey, when'd you get back, huh? Did you have to shoot anyone? Why are you so distant? Are you not happy to see me? So what's the deal? You gonna get a job now or what? Why are you being so jumpy? Put all that stuff behind you, okay? No one knows what it's like to come back from Iraq or Afghanistan unless they were there. Join other veterans at communityofveterans.org because we know where you're coming from. Brought to you by Iraq and Afghanistan Veterans of America and the Ad Council. Hello, Phil Tierney here, the host of Berkshire Jazz, where I play all the young tigers and old lions of jazz every Saturday evening from 8 to 10 on WTBR 89.7, Pittsfield Community Radio. Join me Saturday at 8. And if you know someone who likes and enjoys this great American classical music, tell them about us. Spread the word. Jazz is alive and well on WTBR 89.7. Thanks for listening. TBR. All right, we're back here, Cronin the Zuck. Another, uh, ah, you know, 27 minutes or so left in the program here. Man, it goes by so fast, doesn't it? Just like uh, winter doesn't go by fast at all, it is freezing. I know out it was there. cold this morning. Oh. Until, ah, man. I know, I'm going to go put some stuff down on the driveway. And I see your scarf over there. I might try to steal it from you when I walk <laughs> out of here. Scarf, it looks, looks, pretty, looks pretty cozy, man. Oh, yeah, that looks that's, nice. That's, that's my, yeah, man. That's my, that's my favorite one. It's like it's really Christmassy looking, you know, and stuff. So speaking of uh, freezing, you said let's crank up the hot stove. So, Definitely, uh, man. Happy you know? Hanukkah to everybody, by the way. It's third day. I've got my menorah all ready for Well, tonight. happy Hanukkah to you, sir. Thanks, I did not bro. know that. All right. Hey, Very cool. Yeah, well, you know. Happy Hanukkah, my friend. It's not the biggest holiday in the world. You know, it's kind of like this year it falls around Christmas, so it's like, you know, but uh, it's we've had enough holidays in October. This is like not the most religious holiday, so... But uh, it's, it's still nice, you know. So. I love the Justin Turner to the Red Sox deal. Love it. Absolutely love it. love it. I wish he would come to the Yankees. Clutch hitter, guy who plays hard, guys who give you everything you love. He's perfect for the Red Sox. Okay. People say, well, he's he's got the exact same numbers as J.D. Martinez the last couple of years. Well, you know what? J.D. Martinez couldn't take an infielder's mitt and play first base or third exactly. base. Turner, Turner can play the field. Still at 38, he's still a very yeah. gifted infielder. He almost, I think he was a gold glove finalist again at third base yeah. this year for the Dodgers. I call him so. Dr. Zayas with the big red beard. But he played for the Mets years and years ago when he was a kid, and I always liked him and then he went to the Dodgers but yeah he's a he's a gamer he's a guy who's got championship pedigree he, he brings toughness he brings a lot of heart he, he's a he's, he's just you know he's perfect for the Red Sox he's a perfect guy I wish to God he would play for the for the Yankees he's a clutch guy you're gonna love him you're gonna absolutely love him uh, at, at Fenway if the Red Sox extend, if he stays healthy if the Red Sox extend Devers and sign Evaldi then I'll give Bloom the benefit well you know what here's out. the rumor all, the, all of a sudden there's a rumor I don't know Mike was floating this one around to me about Devers being traded for a package why would you in the world Ever not sign that guy? Is his walk year this year? Next year's his walk year. Do the Red Sox and their fans a favor. Sign this guy. And if you're Devers, you're a nut for not coming back to the Red Sox. I mean, I don't understand. Like, I'll say this a million times. When Xander Bogars finally comes back from the Padres to the Red Sox and plays at Fenway Park at some time, at some point in the next few years, because you know there's going to be some kind of interleague game where the Padres come in. Well, I, I, was, I was speaking to Bob yeah. before he came on. There. I was speaking to Bob before yeah. he came on the radio, yeah. and he basically said the only way that they wouldn't you know, extend Evers is if they're trying to sell the team. Because you don't want right, right, a right. big contract on a team that you're trying right, to sell. Course, but if they're not going to try to sell the team, Why then you give them a blank check right now. Why would they sell the team? I mean, I don't get it. It's, 
because Henry, they're too Henry wants to spend they're the too interested in hockey. The team now. They want to own the Pittsburgh Penguins. Well, I love you hockey. Know? You know that. I mean, my, my team's on a roll now, seven in a row. So I just assume they sell the team anyway. I don't want any. I don't want any part of LeBron James on any part of you know. You know he's <laughs> part of the Fenway ownership group. Like I, I can't stand but LeBron. I, and JD Martinez now to the Dodgers for one year, I believe. It, one year and ten, 10 million. million. He's reuniting with his old hitting coach. Yeah, he'll do think- better. He'll do better. He will absolutely do better. And then last year, last year, like 16 home runs. He was, yeah, I think he was banged up. He's a professional guy, though. On any team, you know, he's a professional guy. Is he, is he as good? No. Is he a good outfielder? No. So he's pretty much a one-dimensional player. I don't know where they're gonna, you know, they'll DJ, they'll DH him now. Obviously, all, all you, you know, gotta, all you gotta do is pitch the ball low and away, and he'll swing well, and miss yeah, every he's, time. He's, that was low that and was away, a big low and away, low and away. Yep. yep. Was, it's, well, it's all about adjustments. And perhaps he'll make some adjustments there, but he'll he'll be fine playing. You know, playing for the Dodgers. He'll you know he'll get his share of big hits and his home runs. And he, you know he's a good guy. I mean, I know Evan used to uh, Valenti, my buddy. You know, used to know JD and stuff. And he's a quality guy. So um, you know, that's where Syndergaard went too. Dodgers. Yeah, right. Syndergaard just got a contract to the Dodgers too. The Dodgers just keep spending and spending and spending. And do, spending. They, do, do they have a magic potion to make him throw ninety eight again? Because he was only uh, hitting about ninety three so. on his fastball. I mean, I, you know, most guys come back from Tommy John and they're stronger. <laughs> But he came right. back and he he had lost some zip a few three four miles an hour on his fastball. Are the Red Sox going to resign Evaldi? I hope so. I mean, I mean, I don't know. He hasn't signed anywhere yet, which makes me think there's a good chance that he comes back. Like I said, if they right, if right. they extend Devers and resign Evaldi, I'll be like, all right, Haim, you're getting a pass. Yeah, gotcha. But they they had their rotation as it stands right now is Chris Sale, Nick Pavetta, Chris Sale. Brian Bayo. And uh, some guy, some pitch. guy off the street on uh, North Street in Pittsfield, and a guy go. working bagging groceries at Cumberland Farms. Exactly. That's our rotation. That's right. He was, right he was recruited by Bill Belichick. Yeah, I recruited him from. Uh, you know, <laughs> uh, I saw the way he put that Snickers bar in the bag. I said, "Yeah, he can catch a pass." Four one three four four five five nine four three ten thirty seven. Right here, Cronin Zuck. Right here on Berkshire Sports. Now at eighty nine point seven FM. Stay I, with us all day long for great music and a Beatles forever at four o'clock. You don't forget that one. That's like my favorite show with Pete. And that'll be on there. And so I do have to say this about the Red Sox rotation really quick. Yeah. They yeah. have some guys coming up in the lower minors, but they said that they're going to put Garrett Whitlock in the rotation. Okay. And they told Tanner Houck to stretch out to be prepared to be in the rotation. Tanner Houck was really effective as a closer last year until he got hurt. And, you know, they talk about this. Well, we don't like a guy to, uh, to see the same lineup three times in a row. You know, it's the third time they see him, it's just analytics Don't nonsense. get me started on that. You know, but Don't get, get me started on third time around the order, please. Garrett Whitlock is kind of like a Swiss Army knife to me. Yeah, I would not pencil him in to be a starter and just say, you're going to be a starter. I'd put him in the bullpen because he's been nasty out of the pen yeah, the last been, couple of years. Really good. And yeah. make him a multi-inning guy. I and would. every once in a while, let him close out a game. But don't handcuff him right into well, you're our third starter. You're our second starter. You know he could be a starter though. I mean he could. I mean, but these guys are going like five innings now. Can we can we tell you Chris know? Sale that he can't ride a bicycle during the season? <laughs> can we tell him that he, does he ever pitch? Look at the money they paid him. Oh my god, it's been a disaster. I so, mean he got yeah. he got hit in the pinky, broke his right. pinky, his second start, and then he was starting to work his way back, and then he he rode his bicycle to get lunch and fell off his bike and broke his wrist. So you like, asked me, yeah. Can we can we put the guy in bubble wrap in between starts? <laughs> For God's sake! But wait, I mean, wait. What do like the Hanson brothers do from like uh, you know from Slapshot? Put foil on them, tin foil. You get a hundred innings out of the guy this year, and you're you're you're, you're doing <laughs> something. I mean, it's. Yeah. I love Chris Sale. Don't get me wrong. When he's right, and he's healthy. When he's right, he is about. Well, we know that he's, but he's the most never exci- right. He's the most exciting guy the Red he's Sox have right. had in the rotation since Pedro when right. he could pitch. But he never does. It's like saying about about, about uh, you know Degrom last year. When he's healthy, when he's healthy, when he's healthy, it's like a repeated record. Oh, by the way, you did tell me off the air. Uh, my uh, uh, you were ex- 
telling me uh, what I thought about the uh, Carlos uh, Rodan signing. Yeah. I, I like it. I do. I do. The Yankees need a second, a legitimate second star. Now you're back in the rotation. So now Frankie Montez is your fifth pitcher. And Severino is your fourth, and now you got Nestor as your third. That's a pretty damn good rotation. Now, if they could ever got a couple of guys that can clutch hit or some left-handed bats, Cashman would be fine. I, I'm so believe me, this Cashman thing. He's gonna. I'm telling you, they're gonna bury him at Yankee Stadium. He's got a lifetime pass to the polo grounds. I mean, it's just ridiculous. You, it's, you, I can't take it with, that, with the guy anymore. Honestly, you, when the Yankees signed Rodon, right? Yeah. Uh, Scott Boris client. Right. Scott Boris was at Fenway introducing our new hitter Masahata Tacito yeah. or however. Yeah. I can't. I don't yeah. know how to pronounce his yeah. name, and I'm not trying to be. Rude or anything. No, no, no. Um, that was pretty close. He, he was finishing the press conference, eating food that the Red Sox put out for him, putting the final touches on the Carlos Rodon contract for the Yankees. So, what a <laughs> slap in the face to Red Sox Nation, huh? Yeah. Gotta love Scott Boris, though. What a what a triple header he had that day. Going to going to you know introduce Brandon Nemo. Guy smart man. And then the Red Sox new Japanese hitter, who I think is a, a gamble, a huge gamble. I mean, he's a slap hitter. He weighs 170 pounds. You say he's going to be our left fielder, but uh, but what a triple header for Boris today! And then while he's at Fenway, gives the Yankees a yep, new number yep. two, number How, two pitcher. Now here's here's another one, okay? And you explain. I this think to he's me. I think he's better than Cole, by the way, Verdon. I don't think he's better than Cole, but I, I do. Mean, but oh, we'll see. I do. Uh, we'll see. But uh, Dansby Swanson to the Chicago lousy Cubs. Ah. There's a connection there, right? You told me his wife, his is, wife a is a professional player. soccer player, plays in Chicago. I think that's the only reason what? they were able to sign him. That's kind of like what Gretzky did when he went with Janet Jones was, you know, working in LA and he made that, you know, that trade from the Oilers to the to the Kings. Why but, would you not want to stay with the Braves? Well, of course sponsor? not. It's that team is ridiculously loaded. Why again? No, nobody just... cares about winning anymore. Nobody cares about winning. They don't. How do you go from a team that just won the World Series a couple of years ago that's stacked and loaded with just fantastic players, and you're going to a, basically a rebuild? You know, you signed a guy who was MVP for two years and is hitting one, excuse me, two years ago and is hitting 195 the last couple of years. You give him a contract, right? Um, Clay's son. Jeez, uh, I always forget his name. You know, uh, played for the Dodgers. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, uh, Bellinger. 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 Yeah, right. Play, Took me a second dad. to remember yeah, his name. Dad, too. Yeah, yeah, His dad played for the, for the Yankees. He hit 196 right. last year. It was ridiculous. Right. And this guy was MVP two years ago. And then, so he goes for one year for $17 million, right? And then, you, Dansby Swanson, it's like, what are you doing, man? I sound I like Musta. What are you doing? I couldn't name you a starting pitcher on that baseball team, on the Cubs. I don't, I don't, know I who, mean, I don't even know who's on that damn about? team. Is it really, I, I mean, I guess he's a good guy. I guess his wife said, would you go and play for the Cubs? He said, okay, honey. I mean... If, he's, if that's the reason, then, you know, take your hat off. The guy's a good guy. You know, he's doing right by his woman, right? So to quote their, uh, you know, uh, Paul Rogers and the, and the bad company. I mean, I, I man, but these, these look at Seager. I wouldn't want to play I'm leaving Chicago. to go to the 67-win Texas Rangers. I don't want to play for the Dodgers anymore. I want nine years or whatever. I mean, it's, it's look at Chris, what's his face from the Cubs? Went to, went to uh, you know, the, the Rockies for like eight, nine years. These guys are crazy. Yeah, Chris Bryant. Chris right. Bryant. I mean, right. come on. What do you, it's, I guess winning just doesn't count for anything, man. Just give me the money. Show me the money. That's it. I don't care. Well, I know something funny about Chris it's Bryant. ridiculous. Signs with the Rockies last year. Obviously, he gets hurt. Doesn't play the majority of the season. Hit five home runs. None of them came in Denver. He hit them all on the road. And that's like the hitter's heaven in Colorado. So uh, your Celtics, man, uh, taking a little bit of a turn. I mean, the last couple of games, you know, getting knocked around a bit where they've lost, like, what, three or four of the last three or the last four you, or you something, know, you know? I, I saw that the, the, the they, so they lost by a few points the other night and said uh, Jalen Brown did not play. 
personal right. reasons. <laughs> That's why I love the NHL, buddy. Personal why I love reasons. the NHL. What the hell man. does that mean? You know what I like? I don't though? know. It could have been his wife. Who the hell knows? It could have been. A, who knows? I can't. I can't remember the team in the NBA. But they just said a couple days ago the NBA fined a certain team twenty five thousand dollars because they benched like all their starters for load management. Right. The Bruins but never lose. But they're so. starting to crack down on this whole thing and load management. Oh, I, I can't stand it. What a crock of crap! Well, of course, that that's why is. I love hockey. You know, we, yeah. we always talk about hockey. You always say you don't watch it, but those guys. I watched are, it last the, night for a while. Well, the Bruins. <laughs> well, the Bruins win every night. Why wouldn't you? My team's won seven in a row. The Rangers were on a roll. My, my my basketball team is still unwatchable, but the Knicks have won seven in a row, and they won on the road the other night in Indiana. Not a great team, but you know what? They're playing well, and guys are playing. You know, uh, they're getting some some contributions from guys that they haven't got contributions from. And, you know, they're playing all right, man. They're playing some good defense. The other night I watched the game where they almost blew it to the Bulls, but they went back. to This is so weird. They played back-to-back games in Chicago. So they, so they, took, they played the Bulls one night, took a break the next night, played the Bulls again. In the same in the same arena, it wasn't a back, it wasn't a home to home. It was back just, to backs are supposed to be home and away. No, it wasn't they? home and away. It was back that's, to back in Chicago. That's weird. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They, they're supposed to be it's home almost like and a road away, trip for baseball. That's what yeah. they're doing. You know, instead of all the traveling around. So, so the Knicks won both games, and they beat Indiana. They've won seven in a row. So now, and the Rangers and the Knicks have won seven in a row. And the Rangers, I mean, the Rangers, you know, they should be you know winning games because they're a good team. But I mean, the Bruins just never lose. I mean, the Bruins lost to the Coyotes, one of the worst teams in the league, the other night. And then they took care of things in Vegas. And the last night they won big again. I mean. They're just playing outstanding hockey, and they're getting contributions from everybody. I mean, it, it, what's amazing to me is that they have a th- you know thirty-seven year old center, you know, and, and the other center, Krejci, they brought back. But I mean, Taylor Hall is playing great. They get great you know production from the third line with Charlie Coyle and Smith and all these guys, and they're just and the defense is great, and the goaltending has been fantastic. And uh, man, Pasternak's having a good year. Oh well, yeah, well, he's a great player. They better resign him. Yeah, They're absolutely. Not they will. With him. Oh, they will resign him. He's one of the best players, and he's so he's so good on their power play. You can't and Marchand's Marchand, and I mean. You know, they're all playing really well. I mean, Bergeron's playing well. Like I said, I mean. Thankfully, they're not owned by Fenway Sports Group because they let him, they, you know, they would have traded him midseason. But, I mean, that's what the Rangers need. The Rangers need a little bit of what the Bruins have. The Bruins have guys that go up and down. They have north-south wingers. The Rangers play a little bit too much east and west for me. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, the, the Bruins are just like textbook, playing textbook hockey. I mean, even though they lost that game in, in, in Arizona the other night, I couldn't believe they let a goal in with, like, you know, less than a minute left and lost that game. But uh, they, they're playing really well. So, you know, the, the, the seasons are so long. I mean, the Rangers looked like they weren't going to win any games. Now they've won seven in a row, and they kicked the crap out of the Blackhawks. And I'm hoping, I'm really hoping that Patrick Kane wants to come and play for the Rangers at the trade deadline. I feel bad for him and Jonathan Tabes because the two of them are playing on a team right now that's tanking. I mean, they're tanking for the number one pick. They really are. And uh, they have the worst team in the league. And obviously they won three Stanley Cups in five years. And now they're like the worst team in hockey. So they're tanking away. <laughs> Stan Pullman's tanking that team away. And, uh, you know, they're going to get the first pick overall, either them or the lousy Ducks. So uh, we'll see what happens. 413-445-5943, the number to call. Give us a call. We'd love to talk to you. Uh, we're here every Tuesday morning at 10 o'clock. And uh, we are probably, well, possibly going out to New York City this weekend. That'd Hello. Friday, Is there right? anybody yeah. out there? Yeah. So Friday, yeah, we're supposed to trip down to New York City and go live on the on Ralphie show, I guess, right? Is that the deal? I guess so. In like a tsunami, hopefully the, the, the tsunami will pick us up and carry us down there. It's yeah. cheaper than taking the train, I, right? Yeah, I was going to say so. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, that's right. But uh, yeah, I mean, 
next week. So looking at the playoff picture right now, you have teams that are winning divisions in the NFL that have losing records. Do you know the Panthers are still eligible for a chance to win the division? <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, the, and they the, lost two. Yes, they lost two the other day. The Brady Nears are what six and eight now, right? So call them the Brady Nears. Brady Nears six and eight. Tennessee seven and seven. Jacksonville with a win on Thursday night. If they beat the Jets, which yeah. I, you know, for my can, buddy can Jim, I playoffs. hope they don't. But they, they can, they'll, be, they, they'll be tied for the division. I mean, they'll be seven, seven and eight. It's crazy. And Tennessee. This is what and the seven. NFL really wants. I mean, it's not parody. It's mediocrity. Let's be honest. I mean, it really is. Oh, this is far from parody. This, I mean, is, this is mediocrity. This is total mediocrity. Yeah. I mean, really. Look at the records. I mean, it's a joke. It really who is are, a joke. Who are the good teams? You got Buffalo, Kansas Cincinnati, City. Kansas City. Yeah. The uh, Chargers are a good team. They're finally getting guys back, even though it wasn't a. It was a close game, but they're finally getting players back on the, on the defensive side and offensive side of the ball, and they got a lot of talent. They do. You know, Slater will hopefully come back on the on the uh, left side of the line. They're getting some defensive guys back. They got Williams back, and obviously, obviously. Uh, you know, their receiving core, and so, yeah, I mean. Philadelphia, more obviously. Well, Philly, we all, Philly, we all know. See, Philly, to me, and San Francisco are the only uh, teams uh, to me to come uh, out of the uh, NFC. I don't trust was, Dallas. That was, that was my pick. But, well, yeah, I know San, you were. I know you were. San Francisco's got the defense to go to the Super Bowl. Well, they Bowl. do. And, but and have, Brock Purdy, the, you know, Kyle Shanahan is playing all right, He's man. designing the right place so the kid doesn't trip over his over He's playing his okay, He's man. playing fine. And, you know, at this point, they said Garoppolo might be eligible to return. What do you do? You know, in a few weeks, if Garoppolo's eligible, like if you play out the play season, the hot hand. if you play out the season with Purdy, and then all of a sudden, you know, the first round, uh, if I don't know if they're going to get the buy, but the first round, they're not going to get the buy because only one team gets a buy now, right? And right. How they and Debo, yeah, Debo Samuel's been out. Is going to be out Eagles for a few weeks get too, though. So yeah. Debo's going to be out. Yeah. Do you, do you bring Garoppolo back, or do you just roll with it? I mean, I would roll with what you got. I mean, they say you don't lose a job to injury, but if they keep winning like they're winning right now. That's a, that's a tough call. Yeah, that's a really tough yeah. call. I mean, it is. I mean, I don't know what they're going to think because he's do. been he's been <laughs> pretty good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, not he, to be stupid, you know, that's a right. worst joke on the on the air today <laughs> that you'll probably hear on any sports show. But you know, he's, I know. Oh man, I don't know. Um, I don't trust Tampa. Like you know, they say nobody wants to play play Brady in the playoffs. Actually, everybody wants to play Brady in the playoffs this year because he's been awful. The Eagles. I mean, Jalen Hurts is now hurt. You saw that, right? He's probably going to miss a week or two with a shoulder injury. Oh, that I didn't hear about at yeah. all. No, he's going to no. miss at least a week. Wow, that's interesting. Uh, you know, Dallas. Just I don't trust Dak Prescott. I don't think Dak Prescott. Neither do I. I think he's I don't trust McCarthy. I don't. I don't think McCarthy's a good coach. I don't. The Vikings. I mean, Kirk Cousins. How do you lose that game? Kirk Cousins turns into a pumpkin in primetime. Primetime Kirk Cousins. He's he turns into a pumpkin. You know, what I mean. How the heck he ever came back in that game on uh, well, Saturday it was I, unbelievable. Yeah, it's, it's, but, I mean, Matt, poor Matt Ryan, right? That's his two times, right? He's on, the, he's on the wrong side of history twice. Yeah, twice. Yep. Crazy, right? Yeah. Well, like I said, when, when Jonathan Taylor went down that game, you know, it takes away all the running game, and he's really good. Obviously, they would have run him more often, and I think they would have won that game. I mean, the fact that they couldn't run the ball with, a, with that huge lead, that's really was a, a big problem for them, so... 413-445-5943, number to call. Give us a call. You can talk about anything you want right now in the NFL, baseball, hockey, and basketball, or anything else. There's a call, all right? So there you go, all right? <laughs> good morning. You're on Berkshire Sports. Now with Cronin, so good morning. And it's Robbie from Lake Six. Hey, what's up, Robbie? How are you doing, brother? I am doing phenomenal. And you know what? What? Before I start, I had to call you guys today because I could vent out. <laughs> no problem. Go vent Sean, away. Sean, you, you guys and your Patriots 
are the laughing, and we're going to get you the Giants. I'm not going to pick at you. Go ahead and give it to me. Give it to me. About, man. You, just, you just gave the Jets life. Yep. You gave the Jets life. You, they run the table they're in, and we're going to be sick. We're going to be sick to see the Jets win. Now, they're not going to – I shouldn't say – you, know, you never know with the Jets. You never know they could get hot. I don't think it's happening. No, no they're going to lose Thursday night. I pray they lose. What are they thinking? You now have, you now have the worst historical bonehead play in the history. Is it worse than Pete Carroll? That's why those. I mean, I thought I thought the Miami Miracle was awful. This was worse. Was this worse than Pete Carroll? Worse than the Miami Miracle. Was this worse? They will be talking about that play forever for the history of the uh, twenty-five years from now. They're going to be talking about for fifty years from now. Worst play play in the history of the NFL. No, no way. Is it worse than Pete Carroll in the Super Bowl? No, this is it. This is the worst. This is the worst. I they still think Pete Carroll's dumber. This is the worst ever. Talking about the Marshawn Lynch not throwing or not not handing off him. He basically did it on purpose, it looked like. It almost looked like the game was fixed. That's what I thought. I thought my buddy Jim thought the same thing. He's like, there's the fix right there. The fix was in. Oh, by the way, I really believe that the NFL is strictly every game this week, every sport, the World Cup, I don't know if you, I was into that for the whole tournament. That was one of the greatest freaking games I ever saw in my life. See, that was unbelievable. Up in the morning. Unbelievable. And you've got all the games that came down. You could, I mean, what are you for? Jacksonville, Kansas City, the, 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 that game. I mean, the Giant game, which was a phenomenal game in its own right, if you like, you know, as far as... Feel a, like mediocre football? As far as a game. As far as a game <laughs> feel like really lousy mediocre football with two quarterbacks that aren't very good? But no, but what I'm saying is the game itself was a great game that came down it's to okay. play on a... On a what a guy should have been, should have, game should, should not have ended that Well, way. how about the fact, that, but Rob, here's what bothers me. Graham Cano can kick a 55 and 50 yard field goal, okay? But how about kicking the ball through the up, through the end zone when you kick off instead of kicking it short, okay? Was that a possibility? I understand that. All I right. They wanted to get him at the 20 yard line. He did that no, a you don't want to get him at the 20 yard line. Kick the damn ball through the, kick the damn ball into the end zone and make them well, start from the 25. Wanted, they figured they, Rob, their special teams stink. Their special teams are terrible. I understand they want to run a little clock, but come on. I mean, just, you know. Uh, Robbie, you know, it's, it's Monday morning quarterback. Monday no, morning. I don't know about that. Their special teams have been garbage all year, Rob. Now, 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 I'm going to go forward. We're going to talk because we don't talk about the Patriots. You, you probably stick to your stomach on what you saw. I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> well, you, Rob, you do, but, but, but your partner over I know I he think does. he was talking to me there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For a guy who was so sick of the Patriots, I thought it was great. Well, I'm all, I don't hate the Patriots. I, I actually like them. I don't hate the Patriots, but it's not like I love them either. No, listen, we, we beat them when we had to. We still can't get rid of Tom Brady, and he's still still in the league for crying hey, out loud. Hey, our quarterback blows, by the way. Mac Jones is awful. Well, you know what? I've got to talk about tyranny, by the way. i got to talk about the guys. That, these guys are such you – know, you, know, you know, I don't know if you know who Brandon Turney is. Of course we do. Like of course. This course. guy is the biggest a-hole a-hole, okay? I'm not going <laughs> to... It's all right. We got the profanity delay there, you know? We got right. a button we in case. We got a button, all right? It's, we got one here. It's all right. But listen, listen... Well, I like, I like Brandon, T- 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 Go ahead. He's an arrogant... Of course he's arrogant. Look, he's successful. He's on the radio. Listen what he said. Robbie, no, but listen what he said. Yeah. Tiki's talking. The Giants could beat anybody now. We really got ourselves going in the right direction, and you better watch out. And Tiki was... And Brandon goes, come on, come on. Come on, you can't be David, buddy. Come on. What, the Giants? I mean, 
Yeah, the Giants. Sound like a Looney Tunes. Giants gave up almost four. Giants gave up a ton of yards the other day, but they didn't. They didn't break. Look, they made. They created two turnovers and they won. They won, and the game they had to win. The Eagles game meant nothing. They were right, of course. Well, we knew that. We knew that for weeks ago about and that. they're going to beat Minnesota this week, too. You watch this. And you know what? But Tierney, well, I don't know about that, so, but we'll see. he's a hater. He's a hater. He's one of these guys, because his Jets lost, that he wants to throw Jones under the bus <laughs> and... How about throwing Robert Sala under the bus? How about throwing How about throwing LaFleur under the bus? Wait, how about throwing Matt Patricia and Mac Jones under that bus, too? You might as well run them all over, please. Get rid of them. Here's what I learned, Robbie, and I hope you agree with me, and Sean, maybe you'll agree, too. Let's see. Like I'm an outsider to your Patriots. When Daniel, we learned this week, Daniel Jones is our quarterback. He's... Definitely an above average quarterback. I, never, I don't want to use the word above average. Okay. I wouldn't quite go that far. I'd say he's an average quarterback. I'd say he's better than he's been. He's above average. He's above average. <laughs> Larry David would say, nah, I don't think so. Okay, no. okay, okay. <laughs> I, I, he's, he's, he's good enough to run the Giants at the present time for the next couple of years till we find a, another solution. Good enough is if, better than above average. I'll give you good enough. I won't give okay, you above average. Go get the guy, some guys that can stretch the field, and we'll see, okay? I'll give him Fair that because he can throw the ball enough, deep. Okay? He's, not a, he he's not a short passer. He's a deep guy like, like, like Eli was. Go get me some guys that can sprint down the field, well, we're okay? Gonna, we're going to need help with the line and all of that. But go, the line's played better. They didn't allow a sack last night. The line played uh, pretty well. I Yes, they did. I learned... Barkley, he did what he had to do late in the game to keep the game. Yeah, they stopped the feeding him the rock. They stopped, making, they stopped running that play, and then they, then they had to throw third and six. They get too conservative. So third we, and here's what we do. Yeah. And I said this, I think, over the, on the a few times to you guys. Right. We give Eli, because being that he's a non-guarantee, give him a three-year contract. Not Eli, you mean and Daniel. And we can yeah. always cut him in two years if he's no good or with an option, whatever. Barkley, no. I, well, you can actually sign him. They're going to franchise Barkley. They're going to franchise Barkley. Of course they are. That's a mistake. Well, of course they're going to. Franchise him for one year. Of course. Okay, see, what he, see where he's at next year with all his injuries. What's the numerical value on the franchise? What's the number going to be on that? It's in the 20s, you know, isn't it? I, I can't worry about that right for now. For a running back, Something that's, like that's, 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 nuts. that's I, ridiculous. It is nuts, it is. But I will say what you also learned, what a coaching staff this team picked up. Oh, my God. The Giants have yeah, pretty good. Yeah, they're pretty good. I mean, pretty, when you deal with pretty you, good. When you think about the talent level that they have, and they don't have a lot of talent, they have injuries, obviously, to the secondary. Yeah. Robbie, no, the coaching staff has done a really good job. One. They've Rob, they've done a terrific job. Nobody's expecting this. They compete every week. They've won a lot of games close. Yeah, obviously, I'm very happy with Brian Dable. Yet, yeah, was I a little critical sometimes of Kafka's conservatism, you know, when, when it comes to plays like the third and six? There wasn't a bad call, the tight end screen. The problem, and I listened to Carl Banks, he said, you know, poor execution, good call. If you set up that tight end screen Robbie, the right way, it's a first down. They win the game, and Washington they're going to finish. The they're going to finish over five hundred for the first time in what ten years? Yeah, I mean it's it's been great. Yeah, Everything's been great. Everything's been great. And they're going to make the playoffs. And who the hell knows what can remember? Everything that game was a playoff game. You saw the Giants go into Washington. They stink on national television. They, right, they were horrible, lousy. <laughs> for, for, for some kids. Right, they finally won on national TV. Hey, can we please get can we please get rid of the tie in the NFL, please? It's the, the stupidest uh, thing ever. Awful. You know what? what are you going to do? Have a field goal kicking contest? Hey, do what they do in the NBA. Well, about, Just well, keep wait, adding more Rob, time Rob, until the game's over. Rob, didn't it used to be keep 15 adding more time minutes? Until Rob, someone it used scores. to be 15 minutes to overtime. It used to be a regular. Hey, well, Why don't they, they just do that again? They got rid of that. Stop the 10 minutes. 
Nah, you know what? Listen, the tie is going to help the joints. Of course it is. Ties are garbage. It already helps them already. Ties are garbage. Well, listen, you know what? Ties are garbage. I'll leave you with this, boys, and we'll talk next week. Anyway, yeah, I got to run in a few little bits. So, anyway. But I will say this, okay? Going forward, and I'm going to make you ponder this one. Bring the tie back in the NHL. Right, I agree. I, I go agree. with that. Yeah, yeah. Rangers are on a roll, man. Rangers are on a roll. So let's go, Patriots. And, and, and yes, they are, gentlemen. Have yourself a wonderful holiday. You too, brother. Happy Hanukkah, brother. Happy holidays. Merry and, Christmas, and, everybody and, out there. We will continue this. Merry Christmas weekend. too. And hopefully, like you said, just get there. Get All right, man. This is going to be this going to be the first time we've had somebody uh, end the show with us. This is great. Thanks, Robbie. We'll see you next week, folks. Happy holidays to you, Happy my friend. Yeah, Happy Merry holidays to everybody out there. Merry Christmas Merry to Christmas, you and yours, Happy folks. We'll see you, you next stay week. Stay well, stay safe. We'll see you next week on Berkshire Sports Now. Thanks a lot, folks. Thanks for being with us.